Hello, and welcome to QuestCon News Radio, a podcast dedicated to keeping you up to date and informed of everything we're planning for QuestCon, a multi-genre convention heavily influenced by gaming and cosplay occurring in Mobile, Alabama, October 20th to the 22nd of 2017. Tickets are available for purchase now at quest-con.com. Now, as they say, on with the show. All right, and I think we will... Okay, let's go ahead and get this boat on the road, as they say. The boats technically go on roads. Well, I guess yeah, that's actually bad. Trailers. If they have trailers. <laughs> yes, all right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to, to QuestCon News uh, version... I don't know, next... Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as can be seen, we had a... Couple audio issues, but I think we got them worked out now. Uh, my name is John Roberts, and I go by Wendell. Uh, with me tonight, we got our con director, Chad Steelheart Lightenberger. Hi. And our RPG coordinator, Chris Schmo Jernigan. Hello. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Well, sir. <laughs> now that we can hear each other, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Before we get into uh, what we can look forward to with uh, role playing down at QuestCon, uh, let's go over some of the announcements we've made over the last couple of weeks. Uh, who have we announced for guests? Well, we've had a couple of guest announcements this week. We um, started out a couple of weeks ago, actually, announcing Emily Schmidt, um, great cosplayer, winner of one of the Cosplay Melee episodes. Actually got a chance to meet her this last weekend at MomoCon. Now, I'll tell you what, she is an exceedingly nice person. And then, of course, we had a really another big announcement beginning of last week, just prior to MomoCon, and that was three of the Ruby Girls, Aaron Zek, Jen Brown, and Elizabeth Maxwell. So we will actually have three of the voice actors from the hit Amerame series, Ruby. Awesome. That that's awesome. We, and I've just been watching the uh just watching the feedback from uh from Facebook and everything like that. People are happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people are very happy. It's um it's been quite humbling. Both announcements have been quite humbling to be honest with you. Hey. You know, as long as people are happy. So, yeah. All right. Also, our last few, honestly, days, because it's a little bit new. We've been seeing some new uh, little 40-second videos or so. Do you want to talk about those? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, one of the neat thing about neat things about QuestCon is it's, it's by gamers. So, we think out of the box, generally. I mean, both of y'all have been gamers for years, just like me. I know me and Schmo's been gaming together for 17, eight, actually 18 years. Yeah, 18 years. Yeah, 18 years together. So, it's, it's really gamers think out of the box. And, and that's why you see a lot of things with QuestCon in general that is different from other cons because gamers are out of, bo- out of the box thinkers. We're gamers. Well, these videos are something that you don't see other cons do. You probably will after the, after we do a couple more. Some of the other cons will start doing videos. But we decided to do 40-second to a minute short little video introductions for our guests. So all future announcements will be in video form on Facebook. But we didn't want to leave our 
past announcements out. So we're just kind of doing some re-announcements as we go in video format. And it's it's really going good. We got another one coming out tomorrow. It'll be pretty neat. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. I, they look they look really neat. And if it's the one I'm thinking of, it looks really neat. It is. It is. And, and we've got, obviously, we run these videos by the guest, by the agent. They take care of all the back stuff on it, make sure everybody's happy with it. And then we put them out. Awesome. Uh, this last weekend, you were just saying you were at MomoCon. How'd that work out? You know, MomoCon was pretty neat. Now, MomoCon is a is an anime con. So it you had 30 to 40,000 anime attendees at this convention. It is. They had some gaming there, mostly arcade gaming, but the purpose of the con is that it's an anime con. And we had a good time there. Any, anything notable coming out of MomoCon this year? Um, they had a lot of... Um, a lot of interesting voice actors from different animes. They, um, some of the, it, if you do the vendor hall, which we always do, the vendor hall was mostly geared toward anime. So there's a lot of really cool anime stuff there. There were anime panels, fan and, and guest. And we did a couple of those. It, it was pretty neat. I know one of our members did the rave. Raves aren't for me. But <laughs> what? One of our members went and did the rave, and apparently she had a really good time at it. I just, <laughs> I might just be a little too old for raves. I, I, <laughs> nothing against them, just not for me. Understandable, understandable. Now, uh, if I remember right, uh, Emily is not the only person at MomoCon you met. No, no. We actually had lunch with Chris um, Twelman Sunday before we left Atlanta. And those of you who ha- haven't been keeping up with some of our guests or, or aren't familiar with Chris Twelman, he is an Abraham Ford lookalike. It's, it, it goes a little beyond cosplaying, although it is cosplaying. He looks like this guy, like his twin. We were sitting there eating lunch and people were taking pictures of him and he was constantly having to tell him, look, I just happened to look like this guy <laughs> <laughs> and he's German. So it, imagine that in a German accent, which I can't do, but I'll tell you what, Chris is an amazingly nice guy. He really is. We're, we're really looking forward to having him at QuestCon and looking forward to doing lunch with him again at some point because he was just fun to be around. He was, he was on the last episode of QuestCon news and it was, it was a ball uh and i am definitely looking forward to meeting him in person so uh let's see i don't think we we, we announced uh between then and there we, we talked about the national history museum didn't we um the mobile history museum yes Yes, we did talk about the Mobile History Museum. Um, I think we did. I'm not sure if we did or didn't. Um, Short form of it is we've partnered with the History Museum of Mobile, and they are going to be turning the History Museum into the Hall of Justice during QuestCon. They'll be doing a a History of Comics exhibit during this time. Their, Their staff will be dressed as superheroes. There'll be some props out there as far as just League style Hall of Justice stuff and they will also be hosting our um, basically our launch party Thursday night for any VIPs or guests that are 
that are in there. So it's 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 really neat what they're doing. It's it's one of our building blocks of QuestCon, and we're really 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 excited about it. It is really really cool. Awesome. All right, now let's let's turn tracks a little bit. Chris, I've been letting you stew over there. <laughs> let's talk about what are we doing uh, role playing wise at QuestCon this year. Um, it's uh, I'm really really excited about all the uh, the tabletop stuff we're gonna have there. Um, we're really pulling out all these all the stops. Gonna have uh, a lot of Adventures League content. Uh, got Robert Ducci, the League Administrator, coming in. He'll be doing his admin only adventure. Uh, we'll have uh, an epic adventure, which is an adventure that takes place across multiple tables, all running at the same time. And as the players go through this adventure, the overall outcome of all the tables affect the ending of the adventure. Um, I think last year the party actually stormed an airship. Uh, so oh. you, you had to like pick different ways that you wanted to go. Uh, so it was, I heard nothing but good things about it. Um, we're going to be having um, an adventure premiere where the an adventure is going to be played at QuestCon before it is played anywhere else. Um, usually a month or so early, and then it ends up getting released to the public. Um, there's going to be a regional preview, which is another adventure that will premiere at a couple of cons uh, in the southeast. Um, and then we're also going to have Fei Chen's Fantastical Fair, which, you know, a lot of Adventures League players, they complain that, you know, I've got thousands and thousands of gold, tons and tons of daytime. What do I do with it? Well, Fantas- uh, Fei Chen's Fantastical Fair is a chance for them to come spend their gold, spend their downtime days and get unique items. Um, some people have bought boats, houses, different variations of things like that. So it's really, really cool. Really? And so, so do they just bring in their character sheets or how does that work? You, uh, you bring in your character sheet um, and you bring in your adventure log sheet uh, where you keep track of your experience, your downtime and your gold and stuff like that. And they have item certs and I don't have any readily available. Otherwise, I would show one to you. And basically you spend your downtime, you spend your gold and you get a cert for for the item that you purchase. And that kind of stuff is unique. You can only get it at a Fachin's Fair. And all, all your adventure league, you have an adventure league ID, so all that's kept track of, isn't it? Uh, correct. Yeah, they don't require with the changes they've made recently. Um, I believe that they do not require a DCI number anymore to make trades. Or No, that's not correct. I'm sorry. You don't need the cert to trade items between players, but the Fei Chen items are cert only. So the only way to get Fei Chen stuff is from Fei Chen's. Right. Now, That's so cool. <laughs> I'm going to miss out on that too. <laughs> um, we've got uh, we've got some Pathfinder Society stuff. Um, from what the coordinators that have told me, uh, we're going to have some multi-table uh, play, kind of like the AL Epic. 
um, some four and five star uh, GM games that are going to be offered. Um, we got Robert Schwab coming, going to be running some Shadow of the Demon Lord, which I'm really, really excited about. And back um, on Pathfinder, um, we're actually trying to work on getting one of their admin too. Very nice, very nice. Ooh. Um, let's see here. I've uh, I've talked to some people that are going to run some Call of Cthulhu games, which I personally have never played Call of Cthulhu, but I've seen it played. It looks really, really cool. Um, and then we're also might be working on kind of a a VIP uh, game that I know we've kind of toyed around with at at meetings. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, that could be good. We're working on it, and um, we need at least four. And it's getting to be more of a possibility every day. Ooh. Nice, very nice. Um, if you are interested in volunteering uh, to DM uh, anything, you can go to warhorn.net slash events slash quest dash con dash gaming. Um, and I'll go ahead and I'll throw that link into the uh, the chat. Um, what we're requiring is a DM uh, will DM three games. That uh, is a total of about 12 hours uh, that will get them a free three-day pass. Um, so you can sign up for that on the Warhorn page. Then you also need to fill out the QuestCon uh, volunteer application as well. And I believe, Chad, correct me if I'm wrong, but won't they have access to the volunteer lounge as well? Absolutely. Not to mention um, for our for our DMs and, and actually our magic judges as well and any type of judge DM capacity for any of the gaming where I'm working on some pretty cool swag. Nice. Now, um, I want to kind of dive into this a little bit. I don't want to run us too long. Uh, I just want to dive in a little bit because as a some more um, uh, novice D&D players that might not be familiar with how this works, how does a multi-table game actually work? Like like the details on that, like how 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 are we going to get you know twelve ten or however many tables we got in one game? How are we going to get all that going on? Because you can't have a hundred people at a table. Um, I I have never actually seen one in person. I've kind of. I've created the content, converted it from PDF to Fantasy Grounds format for people to run it online and kind of overviewed it a little bit. Um, from what I gather, you have a couple of adventure administrators who kind of oversee everything. They flow between table to table, uh, kind of checking in, checking on everybody's progress. There's usually three different tiers, uh, a one through four tier, which is tier one, a five through 10 tier, which is tier two, and then an 11 through, I think either 15 or 16, which is tier three. And obviously that depends, or that sets the difficulty of the encounters and stuff that your party will be having. But it, it kind of, everybody, you've got a set of adventures that each, that each tier can choose. The admins go between the tables, kind of check on the status of everything. I believe you accumulate points. And then at the end, they, the admins of the tables kind of all get together and check in and see, see, uh, what's, what's going on. Um, I believe a, a couple years ago, there was actually a, an NPC dragon or something like that that would fly between tables and kind of 
jack stuff up a little bit. Ooh, that's actually that's kind of that's kind of a neat way to do it. So so there'll be administrators there that will go between the tables, just collecting the information, just kind of seeing where everybody is at and how the game is going, and mm-hmm. and be able to to collect the 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 progress that's happened so far through the, that sit down and and make sure it's spread about. Correct. Yep. And and something cool. We're uh, Adventures League is currently in season six. And I don't know when exactly it will be wrapping up, but I believe when QuestCon rolls around, we will be in season seven. Mm-hmm. Nice. So we'll be having a fresh set of adventures come out and a, a brand new epic coming out. So that's going to be kind of exciting. Very, very nice. Just just getting right out in the morning, in, in the beginning of something. That's, that's kind of what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. There's also... Um, there's a new game coming out called Starfinder, which is by the same people who do Pathfinder. It is a sci-fi version of Pathfinder, and it'll be coming out sometime this summer, early fall, before QuestCon. Look for there to be panels on this, as well as games, just like Pathfinder. It's going to be new to the gaming world, and we're expecting it's going to take off just as well as Pathfinder did. That's actually rather kind of interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing that same information come out on that. So hopefully if it does think we can at least get a spare one table to, to try out at the con. Oh yeah. We'll find tables for it. I can <laughs> promise you that. You know, if there's one thing that's neat about the mobile convention center, we're not really lacking tables space or, or anything else. It's a really, really huge venue. It's it's obviously not the largest venue you'll see on the Gulf Coast, but it is it is a very well laid out venue. It allows us to separate our our tabletop gaming or RPG gaming from the rest of the convention and also make it flow into it as well at the same time. It's a really good layout for anybody who's never been to the the Arthur R. Outlaw Convention Center. Um, it's a beautiful the place. Building. It's exceedingly beautiful. It really, really is. Okay. <laughs> All right. So a lot of so a lot of a lot of gaming goodness as far as the, the role playing we're getting into. It's 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 gonna be exciting. Uh I'm just not sure how I'm going to get video of all this, but I'm sure I'm going to try. You'll have to have minions. Uh, yes, yes. If anybody is looking for minionship, we are looking for minions. <laughs> all right. And, um, we had a question from um, Wendell Blackwolf Curse. He said he had a question, and I never, we never got the question. Sure. Is it? Uh, is it on this stream or somebody else's stream? Because I'm. No, it's on this stream. You just got to refresh it. Oh, let me refresh it. Don't you refresh. i don't think he ever came out for question he said question about the con um wendell if you don't make it back in i don't know if you're still watching or not but if you don't make it back in just put your question down in the comments here and we'll be more than happy to answer them for you definitely definitely we're always good at at being able to answer some questions about what we're trying to do but uh, I think we're what twenty minutes in, and just about. Not bad. Not bad. Not at all. Like, especially after after the audio fun that we had. 
<laughs> All right. So, Chad, if they want to find out more, where do they go? Go to www.quest-con.com for all your QuestCon needs. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Keep going on. And I for I, I can't believe I almost forgot to ask this, Chad. Why is uh, Michelangelo staring you down? That is courtesy of Three Alarm Comics. Um, we were at Southern Geek Fest, and the owner, Scott Hooverman, um, took took in possession about six or seven of those and then didn't have the room to get them back to Biloxi. So I bought one from him. It is actually a four-foot Ninja Turtle. It looks like is that ex, ex, uh, bendable, movable arms and somewhat. It kind of it kind of does does that. But he's got nunchucks, which is cool. It um, I had to move it into my geek room because for a while there I had it sitting in the living room and it was really creeping my family out. <laughs> Should uh, see see this right here behind me. I see that behind you. I that can barely a, see that. It's a life size replica of the uh, zombie girl that. Rick Grimes shot in uh, the first episode of Walking Dead. That's more than creepy. <laughs> yeah, that that is. I mean, do you do you like um, especially when the room is dark? Get something like that. Yeah, I, I got it uh, a couple years ago, right before Halloween. It actually, you can flip the base on, and it'll move around and start screaming and stuff. Um, but Wendell, uh, yeah, if the lights are off and I walk in, every now and again, it'll catch you in the corner of the eye, and you're like, oh crap. Now I'm a little sad that I don't have a four foot something behind me. <laughs> I, I, gotta, I think I see something peeking through your blinds there behind that, me. That's quite possible. I'm in front of a window right now. Uh, I mean, I guess I got neighbors that could come and like, you know, mess me up. I don't know. I've got a book and I've got World of Warcraft and you can't see it, but I've got a, a beer cooler over here. Nice. Yes. You know, for advertising purposes, I'll keep that over there. <laughs> yeah, I got a mini fridge under my desk. Yes, but does <laughs> yours say Bud Light? No. See, you got a sad panda. I do have a sad panda. <laughs> I'd rather have one shaped like a keg from a game, though. I'd rather have one shaped like R2-D2. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep. Yep. I think that I think we're all agree for the win. All right. So run us through when, where, how. All right. QuestCon coming to Mobile, Alabama. If you don't know where that is, it is an amazing city on the Gulf Coast of Alabama. October 20 through 22nd at the Mobile Convention Center, also referred to as the Arthur R. Outlaw Convention Center. Again, www.quest-con.com for all your QuestCon needs. We even have an app. Just search Quest-Con, and you can get the app, whether it's on Google Play or the iStore. um, Make sure you follow us on our Facebook. If you're watching this, you know where our Facebook is. Make sure you're following it. Latest announcements. We are announcing stuff and re-announcing stuff on a weekly basis. This is a giant con coming in at four city blocks. You definitely want to be here. Yes, be here be here October uh, DMs make sure to go to Warhorn the link will be in the comments and the notes and everything like that 
other than that, I think we're done for the night, guys. I would just like to say one thing before we go. Okay. Um, just one. If if you would <laughs> like to join uh, join us for some grievance gaming D and D next Friday at seven o'clock will be our next game, and you can possibly see me kill another character of Wendell's. <sighs> okay. Okay. No, <laughs> I'm gonna run it. I have the power. I have the I have the power over this, and I'm gonna steal this show right now because I need to point something out. <laughs> We had we did a one shot Saturday night. It was uh, it was a Dragon's Breath Tavern, uh, Chris. Yes, Dragon's By Jeff uh, Jeff Stevens. And and I think that just went on sale on Fantasy Grounds, right? Uh, it's on the DMs Guild. You can pick okay. up the Fantasy Grounds module. Yep. Okay, on, on DMs Guild. <laughs> And he killed. It was a total party kill. Everybody died. You did a TKP, TPK, dude, or TPK. Yes, they made it to the final encounter, the final boss. How many hit points left on that last? The boss. The boss had two hit points left. How did you not kill the boss? <laughs> no. What's even worse? And he he even gave one of our party members a little bit of extra, extra just to see if he could try to kill it. And he had such horrible rolls. You should have seen us. He was chasing. He, they were in the in the in the basement of the of the I don't know basement or whatever you want to call it. But really, they had like the little mini. Was it the dragon or was it the the guy? It was uh, it was the dragon chasing okay. the gnome around. Yeah, the dragon was chasing the gnome around, just back and forth, back and forth. And every time he tried to roll, is like a, a two. Couldn't hit the dragon. But so you have my rolls. Yeah, well, not me. It was the, it was the guy who played the gnome. <laughs> but I just want to point out this is like the third character of mine that Schmo has murdered. <laughs> Wendell the halfling has ended up in Krampus's what, what bag. Is your, what is your favorite quote? Why do I always die? Yes, <laughs> yes. When the Twitch bot sacrifice every time we play, as long as you're dead, we know we're going to separate. <laughs> you just needed your tank. Yeah, <laughs> I should have made a tank. I, I actually, I, I take that back. I almost was a tank. I, I ran a. Uh, Paladin. I was a paladin, which with like no hit points, but I don't know how that worked out. It didn't work out in my favor. That's for sure. It's called picking the wrong race. Uh, I picked. <laughs> you were a. I was a dragonborn. dragonborn. Oh, that's a good one. I was a dragonborn paladin, uh, level three with like eighteen or no, no, I had 20, 28 hit points. Not bad for level three. I guess, but I died very quickly. <laughs> what killed him? Um, I want to say a little bit of dragon breath, if I remember correctly. Was it the dragon breath? And then maybe the bot, maybe the uh, the Baron stabs you once or twice or something. Uh, The Baron did. (laughs) No, the worst part is the fact that uh, when we started out, it was werewolves. I had nothing silver on me. Yes, you started out with the with the waitress and stuff like that in the tavern were werewolves, and I had nothing. I had a couple spells from being a paladin, but once those ran out, no damage, no damage, no damage, no damage. No, you save your spells for the big boss at the end. I couldn't because I that's the only thing I had to 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 do anything with. 
that's the hard part. It's just, it's just like EverQuest or WoW or anything else. You save your spells and all your heavy hitters for the big boss at the end because there's always a big boss at the end. There's yep. there's always a big boss at the end. But the problem is, if I didn't use my spells then, then I'd just be like in the corner with my thumbs looking pretty. What else is new? but that's three of my characters Shmoa's murdered now didn't we have to bring you back to life on the last game we played did you die um, I, that was the, I think the Christmas. Special. Yeah, that's the Christmas special. That was, we, we quote resurrected Wendell, the halfling from the, from uh, Krampus's bag. Yeah. And then he, I think he died again. Um, I Did don't know. He, he might have. If he, if he hasn't, I'll make sure to get on yeah, the, yeah. the next Christmas special. <laughs> my pirate, my, oh, when your Christmas specials are, <laughs> wow. Krampus, <laughs> whatever it is, Krampus. Yeah. Krampus. Yeah. The Easter Bunny, Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, the Easter Bunny was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> when, Wendell the pirate gets get murdered by a beholder. Just vape, yes. not murder, vaporize, like dustbuster. Vaporized, yeah. Wasn't even <laughs> enough to sweep up and take with them. <sighs> I remember hearing about that. <laughs> uh, worse than being disintegrated, you don't come back from that. Well, no. the sad part is that was a poor decision on my choice because I didn't even realize. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize it opened me up. Like I went around to go around somebody and and to attack something. And then all of a sudden, I just realized after I had, after I had swung and moved and swung and passed the turn, I realized where the beholder was, where I was. I'm like, I'm dead. <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah. Y'all have a great night. All right. Yeah. We'll see y'all later. <laughs> night, everybody. You can find out more at quest-con.com. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and follow.